Pretty Dece, Pretty Dece, here we go. Facebook.com slash Pretty Show. It's time to geek out with Josh, your host. What's up, everybody? I'm Josh Meek, the Uber Geek. Thank you very much for joining me here on Pretty Dece, your daily entertainment and pop culture show. Now, we're planning on talking about retro gaming and and just in general the entire retro gaming uh, fad phenomenon that's happening right now on the next episode of Pretty Dece Director's Cut, which is going to happen very soon. Uh, But we've got some some news-related items about retro gaming right now that will serve to kind of kickstart that discussion. Today we're going to talk about the company Hyperkin. Hyperkin is a is a retro gaming company that in the past have, have put out some uh, some stuff that that allows you to play retro games, albeit you know replacement controllers or even entire systems that can play old console games. Um, they've done ones that are kind of combinations. You can plug a bunch of stuff into it. They've done ones that are like dedicated replacements for hardware. Like here's a new thing that plays NES games. Uh, kind of all over the map. And in the past, their stuff has maybe been not the highest quality, just kind of okay level stuff. But they see—they re- really seem to be picking it up as of late. They—they they put out the Retron Five, which is a again a classic gaming machine. Will play a ton of different old games. You plug all the cartridges and stuff in, and it seems to be really, really good from all accounts. Uh, it, everyone seems to like it. You can apply cheats to all these games and stuff. It puts it's it's it spits out HD. Uh, seems to be really, really well done. There are a couple things coming out from Hyperkin uh, that I'm super excited about and also seem to be very high quality. And we got a look at these at CES, which is which happened just recently. Now, the two things that I'm going to talk about that Hyperkin is putting out are the Duke controller, the original Xbox Duke controller, and a recreated version of the Game Boy Pocket. So let's start with the Duke controller. You guys might remember this when the original Xbox came out back in 2001. It shipped with a controller that was massive. It was this it was this big giant honking controller. Uh, you know, if you were a young kid, you could barely wrap your hand around it. And a lot of people loved it. A lot of people hated it. It was uh, it was a very derisive controller for most people. And once you got used to it, it worked out. But it was definitely not the small, like, Super Nintendo-style controller that most people were expecting or prepared for. It definitely threw Microsoft into the gaming market of, like, man, we're here. <laughs> Check this thing out. It takes up your entire living room. So Microsoft realized that that this controller, a ton of people didn't like it, a lot of people couldn't even use it, so they very quickly replaced that original controller, which became nicknamed the Duke, with the S revision of the controller. And the S revision, you know, it has changed over the years as, as Microsoft has put up more consoles, but essentially that form factor that they created with the S revision is kind of where we've been morphed to today. They left that big giant Duke controller behind and turned into this, you know, more modern looking controller. For the most part, that's been fantastic, but a lot of people miss the original Duke. And Hyperkin is trying to, um, trying to like capitalize on that nostalgia right now 
by putting out what is essentially a perfect recreation of the Duke. So they, they went back and they got the, the blessing from Microsoft to create this controller. And form factor-wise, it's exactly like the Duke was. It's as, as massive, it's as huge as the Duke ever was. It has all the buttons in the same places. However, it's got a couple minor additions. So first of all, the original Xbox didn't have shoulder buttons. It had the triggers, but not the shoulders. And the shoulders, you, you need those now for modern games, whether you're playing on Xbox One or on PC. So it adds the two shoulder buttons on the side of the Duke controller. And, you know, without holding it myself, it seems like they're placed fine. It's going to take some getting used to, but they're kind of on the side rather than kind of on the shoulder as you would expect. But it still probably works out where your fingers are laying. The other addition is very strange. So on the original Duke, you had the Xbox logo, massive front and center on the controller. You still have that here, but that logo is actually an LCD screen. And anytime you press the center, uh, the center little button there, it shows you the boot up animation. So it shows you actually like the cool little animation graphic happening. And then the Xbox logo pops up. It's a weird little piece of tech that is completely unnecessary, but makes the whole fact the whole whole package feel a lot more premium and kind of cool. Uh, apparently, that that screen can be interacted with in games. Don't expect that to ever happen. This is going to be a limited edition uh, item that that no one's going to take the time to actually like code any special stuff for in any game for that. Uh, but the possibility is there if that ever was to actually take off. But it'll serve to just kind of be a neat little thing. So the Duke is coming out by the end of March for 70 bucks. So not too bad. Uh, it's going to be a wired controller, but a long cord, and you can use it on the PC as well. So if you miss the Duke, you can, you can have it back. That's something that you can get back now. Now, let's move on to the other thing that Hyperkin is making, because I'm very excited about it as well. And they're dubbing it the Ultra Game Boy right now while it's in, um, while it's in development. So that's probably not the final name. But that's their development name for it. And basically what this is, this is a Game Boy Pocket redone in aluminum. So it's very hefty, very heavy, very, very sturdy. And it's got some features that are very modern features that you would expect on a console like this. And very kind of neat, like, like, like really going for a very niche audience features as well. So first of all, like all of their retro consoles, it plays the original Game Boy games. So if you have your original Game Boy games laying around, you can stick those in here and you play this thing. However, it also has a backlight. So if you remember on the original Game Boy Pocket and the original Game Boy, you had to have like a perfect light source coming in at you. And if the sun wasn't in the exact perfect place and you didn't have the lamp perfectly positioned, you just couldn't see your screen. That's all taken care of, so it looks like it has a really nice backlight right now. There's also a little dial on the side that lets you adjust the backlight color, which seems weird and fun. I'm very into that. So if you want to go the classic kind of green hue of the Game Boy or switch to a blue, that's going to be up to you. It also has USB-C for uh, the internal rechargeable battery, so you're able to just plug this thing in and charge it. It's not going to eat AA batteries or AAA batteries like it used to. Very welcome addition in this modern age. And it also has stereo output for sound, so it sounds a bit better than it did before. And the final feature is maybe the most interesting. It has an SD card slot. 
Now, initially, you would think, oh, that's for playing ROMs or something. Like, I can I can install Game Boy ROMs and play it through this. And it's not for that. It's for exporting chiptune music. So one of the things that people do with Game Boys nowadays is create music. The, the chiptune music field where people create music on the Game Boy, plug the Game Boy into a massive sound system and hold concerts, all this stuff... It's really blown up. It's, it's become this whole huge thing. And the market for original Game Boys, uh, where people have done you know sound mods or people have done kind of custom modifications specifically for the chiptune market, has gotten very large. So not only are they including an SD card for exporting chiptune songs that you make on the Game Boy, so you can easily get them off of the cartridge, they're also working with Little Sound DJ or LSDJ to have the software, that's the that's the chiptune music that everyone uses on the original Game Boy, to have that software built into this Ultra Game Boy. So not only are you getting a sweet Game Boy that can play all of your existing Game Boy games, you're also going to get kind of a pre-made package to be able to start creating chiptune music. So if you are at all interested in that type of music production, this sounds like it's going to be a pretty great package to be able to make that happen. At the very least, even if the LSDJ uh, integration doesn't end up working or if it comes out of date or whatever, you can put the Little Sounds DJ cartridge into this and, and play it just like normal with actual stereo output and everything. So I'm super excited about this Ultra Game Boy. Growing up, you know, I did, I did play console games, but the, the Game Boy handheld gaming was definitely nearest and dearest to my heart. Loved the Game Boy, loved all the games on it. So I'm so excited that I can buy this thing and stick all my original games in it, carry this thing around with me, and, and recapture some of, that, some of that glory. So very, very pumped for this. We are looking at it coming out this year for under 100 bucks. So that seems very reasonable for uh, the package that we are going to be getting. So that's some of the newest stuff that Hyperkin is putting out. It all sounds really great. It all sounds really awesome. And again, I'm super excited. So that's going to do it for Pretty Dece for today. Thank you very much for joining me. Make sure that you like Pretty Dece on Facebook, facebook.com slash Show. Uh, visit me on Twitter at Pretty Dece Show and check out prettydeceshow.com. I'll be back tomorrow for another daily episode. In the meantime, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel, to the podcast, and on the Anchor app so you never miss any of the content.